Hello and welcome to the Create with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Hutton. I'm a business coach and a virtual assistant, and I am on a mission to help you create a life by your own design. I want to inspire and empower you to transform not only your bank account, but your life from the inside out. Inside the Create with Confidence podcast, we will dive into all things creating a career online. From mindset to marketing, you'll hear thought-provoking stories and conversations that will make you feel seen, that will challenge you and give you ideas, inspiration, and strategies around building a business, social media, confidence, sales, self-belief, content creation, working with clients, and so much more. I want you to leave this podcast with the strategy around how to create a life-first business and lifestyle, the mindset that will help you believe that your biggest dreams are possible for you, and the confidence so that you can take those action steps and make it a reality for you. Welcome to the podcast. Let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Create with Confidence podcast. For this episode today, I wanted to give you a little bit of a sneak peek into what it's like to work with me and to be one of my students. And I wanted to share the process that I work through with my students and that I teach them and talk about the areas that we focus on when they come to me, because there are five main things or five main steps that we work on together so that they can go out there and start landing clients. So hopefully if you are in, you know, the first few months, you've been trying to do it all on your own and you're not really sure what to do, how to land clients. Hopefully these five main things or the steps that we cover inside this week's episode will help you as well. Now, a lot of the time my students will come to me because they've been trying to do it all on their own. They've given themselves, you know, the three to six month period. They've attended Google University. They've tried everything. They've followed all the advice and they're still not landing clients. And that's why they reach out because it's at this point that they're ready to give up. They feel like they are at their wit's end. They just don't know what to do. They've tried everything and they're so close to throwing in the towel. And, you know, I'm kind of the last ditch effort to make it work. So because these students feel like they're totally lost and they don't know what to do, this sometimes is also why they're not landing clients. So the very first thing that we work on together is making sure that your offers and that your product suite and that your business model is crystal clear. Now clear to you and to your ideal client. In my old program, Create with Confidence, it used to be called, I taught this framework that was called the four C's. Now you may have heard me speak about this before, but essentially the four C's stand for clarity, content, community and confidence. Now, this big program that I had was, it was a bit too much, a little bit too soon um, for a lot of these new virtual assistants, which is why I've kind of pulled back my coaching offers recently and kind of split them up to make it a little bit more digestible. But you essentially need these four things together to land clients. And inside my programs, I do touch on all of these at different points. And that's what we're going to kind of talk about in this episode today. We'll go into them in a little bit more depth. But the first thing that I wanted to focus on is clarity. So if I was to ask you, who is your ideal client? What are their main pain points? And how does your offer solve that? You need to be super, super clear in your answers. And if you can't give me a specific and detailed answer, then your offer isn't clear enough to you. And when I say I want you to answer those questions like clearly and specifically, I don't mean you just saying like, oh, my ideal clients are female business owners and you know they don't have enough time to manage their socials and that's what I help them with. I help them get back their time. That's not enough. If you were to ask me those questions right now, 
I would tell you that my ideal clients are service providers who have mastered their craft. So they've been in business for longer than three years typically, and they're now wanting to expand their business to create a more scalable business model. They want to create an educational side to their business. Now, their main pain points are that they have all the ideas, but they already have a full business over here. They do not have the time to actually build that out. And they also don't have the knowledge on how to build it out because it's totally different. It's essentially creating a whole new branch to their business. So they need somebody who can be both the visionary, who can see the gaps, but also the implementer to actually ensure that there's no gaps as you know they start to build out their email list, their podcast, their course, or their digital products, whatever they want to build out. And those are the types of things that I specialize in supporting them with. I've got three different packages that are designed for business owners who require different levels of support. And each offer appeals to a different demographic and a different value set, which when I say value set and values, if you're unsure what I mean by that, I created an episode a little while ago talking about creating value-driven offers. So go back and listen to that, and that's going to help you have a deeper understanding of what I mean about, you know, different offers have different values. Now, obviously, I've developed my business over the last three years. And so because I've been able to kind of go through all the different motions, I've been able to narrow down. I've been able to work with lots of different clients and define this over time. So I don't expect you to, you know, niche down. I say that in inverted commas, I don't expect you to niche down fully, but I want you to think about the saying, when you speak to everybody, you speak to no one. So if you don't know who you're targeting, your ideal clients have no idea either. If you don't know how to help them or what transformation your offer provides, how are they supposed to know? So that's the thing that we would work on together because once you do have that roadmap, You're going to have clarity around this, and that's when you start to build out a solid foundation. And that needs to be where you start, because if you don't have a solid foundation, then it's going to feel rocky. You're not going to feel safe. Your footing's going to be all over the shop. You're going to feel like you're falling over all the time, and you're just kind of, you know, walking on eggshells all the time. It's not sturdy. It's not stable. So many people jump right ahead, and they create custom packages. They try to land any and all clients that they can, and they don't have this solid foundation first. And when you don't have that, everything starts to slip. You attract people that aren't aligned. You start to bend your boundaries. And sometimes attracting those clients and you know those clients that we attract when we're in that headspace and we're in that kind of mode, they actually do more harm than good. So take the time to get really, really, really clear because once you have that clarity, that's when your ideal clients will start to have clarity as well. Now, the next thing that I work with my students on is their communication because Maybe you've done that. You've got your foundation. Maybe you're thinking, Tay, I've been trying to land clients for the last three months. I already know my offers, okay? I'm pretty clear on the transformation and that is not the reason. Now, if that's you, then maybe it's a communication issue. Maybe you just don't know how to show the value of your offer to prospective clients, or maybe you're just not attracting the right audience in the first place. And so the next thing that we do is really hone in on your messages and once again, you need to have clarity so that you can have this. And those four C's, they do build upon each other. So once you've got clarity, that's when you can start to hone in on your messaging. And that comes back to the second C, which is content. So what you're currently putting out to attract this undesirable audience is what we would look at. Because if they're being attracted to you, there's a reason. And that's where having like a fresh, non-attached second pair of eyes, as in me, looking at your content helps because I can see things from a completely different perspective to you and I'm nowhere near as attached to everything that you put out. I don't have the perfectionism tendencies or the analysis paralysis that you have. 
And so oftentimes when I'm working with a student on this step, we'll do an order on their content. And I'm talking their Instagram, their TikTok, the emails they send out. We look at the type of wording that's used. We look at, are they using jargon? Because that is a really common one that I see. People are talking a little bit too advanced for their ideal clients. And we'll not only look at that, but we'll look at what colors are you using? What actual like fonts and what typeset are you using? What's your branding saying? What is your body language saying? And we literally, well, I normally will comb through it all and then I will provide feedback on what I find. And oftentimes because our businesses are our babies, like I said, we get super, super attached to it. They're often perfectionists, the people that work with me. They take a lot of pride in what they put out and they've been trained that you need to, especially if we're talking about on Instagram and, you know, having a business profile, we need to be seen as being professional. And so they're out there looking at it at a micro level. But when they have that fresh set of eyes, that's when we're able together, we do it, we zoom out and we can see the bigger picture. And when we start to work through it and they start to release that attachment, that's when it can be super helpful. Now, I had a student who kept attracting other VAs and other social media managers, and she just couldn't understand why. And it was only after looking at her content from this new perspective that she realized a lot of the words that she was using was super specific to her industry. And that goes back to that jargon that I was talking about. Now, she wanted to be working with people who were in the beauty industry. That was who she wanted to target. And so we looked at her content specifically and she was doing what they say to do. You know, she was showing her face, she was sharing the behind the scenes and talking about the different systems that she was using. And let's be honest, beauty therapists couldn't give a crap about all of that, right? But other social media managers and other virtual assistants, they were getting so much value from her content because she was inspiring them to, you know, go out there and show their face and switch their systems. And that's the best part about this step because a lot of the time, once you know what you're doing wrong, like it's a super obvious thing normally that you can just make quick changes and you'll start seeing results. And so after two weeks of doing that audit together, she started actually landing a client who was in her ideal you know, target audience. And that's how quickly things can change. So look at who you're currently attracting. And if it's not the right person, then start to laser in on your messaging, not just the pretty colors and the perfect content, but what is the message? Nail the message and you'll start targeting the right people. Now, the third thing that we'd work on together is your sales strategy. So we want to be having a process so that you can convert your leads through your content. You don't have to always be doing lead gen and DM outreach, and all of that stuff, because that's not the best use of your time. Now, inside my program, I teach the ABC content funnel. So I think I've spoken about it a few times on here, but if you want an episode that kind of dives into the ABC content funnel specifically, let me know. But essentially it stands for attract, build and convert. You need to have a strategy that combines all three. And what I see a lot of people doing is just focusing on the attract portion. They focus on virality. They focus on building their following. And they think that when I have more followers, it goes back to that I want to be professional. They think that having more followers will make them seem more credible. They think that they'll start to land more clients once they build out their following. And so obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that more followers don't actually equal clients. It can, it can be true, but it's only true when you have a strategy that combines all three together, attract, build and convert, because otherwise there's no substance. There's nothing that actually pushes them closer to being a client. They'll just remain as a follower because they are attracted to your content. They like watching it, but there's nothing that actually inspires them to take action. 
And I see this happen so often. It happens all the time. They create short form snappy videos that they know are going to perform well. Like we're talking educational tips and tricks or, you know, the behind the scenes kind of snappy vlog style clips, right? But then that's what they end up known as. They end up known as, you know, the tips and tricks gal or the behind the scenes gal, the vlog style clip girl, right? People don't actually see the value in purchasing and working with you. You need to be painting the full picture. So you want to attract them in, of course, with those high-performing pieces, but give them a reason to stay. Build connections, establish your authority, share your opinions, and show them why they need to work with you. And then show them how they can work with you. Show them the transformation that you give. Sell, promote yourself, and make it easy for them to reach out and book calls. Now, let's say maybe content isn't your issue, right? Let's say you're nailing the ABC method and your entire following is filled with leads, but they're still not converting. If this is you, then maybe the issue is actually in your approach. Now, I love active marketing. I love when I see my clients going out there, promoting themselves, attending networking events, sharing their skills, sharing their availability in Facebook groups. I love when I see them sharing openly about what they do and how they help and learning clients through that. What I don't love is cold pitching or unsolicited pitching. Even if they're warm clients, it's a no-no. And if I had a dollar for every time I got a DM from some random Instagram account saying like, hey, I can help you grow your following. I can help you build your business. Like if I had a dollar for every message like that I got, I could literally quit my business now and live off that cash. Now, maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but my point is I get them all the damn time and I do not want them. (laughs) Everybody says, don't do it. And yet so many people are still out there doing it. And my aim is if I can get one person to stop doing it, I will be a happy gal. And the thing is, is I can see right through your pitch before you've even done it, right? These people, they like three photos, they leave a heart on your stories or they'll leave a heart on, you know, a heart comment. And it's just like, ugh, I look at my requests and, Surprise, surprise, there's a DM there. And it might be like, oh, love your content. And something that's just so generic. And then if you do respond, that's when they start to launch into how they can help. And it's like, sorry, um, when did I ask? You know, there's nothing that boils my blood more. And it's because it's such a such a waste of time. And so if you're doing this, I'm sorry. But we cannot be friends until that changes. And so hopefully if you're still listening to this podcast, you'll start to change that and you'll actually find some ways that you can land clients without thinking that you need to resort to that. I want you to remember that 90% of sales is listening. So if you can actually just master the skill of being a really good listener and reacting from that place, I can promise you, you will land clients. Where most people go wrong is that In the online space, there's so much noise. So many people think that they need to be seen and heard. And because there's so many voices out there, they just need to shout louder and that's how they'll get heard. They need to promote more. They need to project their own ideas, their their own agenda. And that's where listening is such an undervalued skill because when somebody feels really heard and when somebody feels really seen and understood, that impacts so much deeper. And that turns their head and that is really thought-provoking. And that's what's going to build that trust and build that connection. At the end of the day, we're all human behind the screen. So if you can master that skill of finding the connection point, and Blessy and I spoke about this last week in last week's episode, so go back and listen to that. But essentially, it's just about having a simple conversation. Stop letting your current situation of having no clients override the conversation. Just speak authentically with no ulterior motives of, I want to land a new client, you know, and you will start to build a community who are attracted to you, who approach you to work with them rather than like sending out those awkward pitches that just ends up 
A, annoying people, and B, ends up leaving, you know, they'll end up leaving you on red. Now, the last thing that we would work on together is your confidence. So we're bringing it back around to the fourth C. I can give you all the advice in the world. I can help you build your foundation, ditch the perfectionism, focus on your message, forget the pitch. But if you aren't confident in yourself, if you deep down don't have that self-trust, if you don't believe that you actually will land a client and that you will be successful and that you can solve their pain points and get them the transformation that they desire, then none of it actually matters because you'll never take action on the advice anyway. And it's the same thing when two people sign up for a course or a program or even a coach. The reason why one year later, one of those people have been able to quit their job and work full time and the other person is still doing the exact same shit is because one of them had self-belief that it was possible and the other didn't. Without that self-belief and that inner confidence, you'll end up self-sabotaging before you actually end up seeing the result. And you'll end up creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. You don't believe it's possible and so you don't take action on the things that actually really matter either because you're too scared or because you don't prioritize it. And then nothing happens and that reinforces the belief that it is not possible. Now, I've shared my inner like self-belief and my confidence journey on this podcast before. And in those first six months when I didn't have any clients, that was the hardest time of building my business. I would cry almost every week. I was talking to a damn brick wall. I was getting nothing back. I was just hearing crickets, right? I was literally going crazy because nothing was happening. I had to really confront my ego and put it in the backseat and just trust the process. And I had to do things like start a veggie garden or, you know, start going to the gym, something that taught me to be patient and to have faith and to put trust in the fact that actually these good things, they do take time. It's not the quick wins. It's not the overnight success that I grew up seeing that I spent all my time on Instagram and all the other social media platforms seeing. And I had to decondition a lot of my self-concepts, a lot of the beliefs I had about, you know, those quick wins and that I was a failure and that, you know, people aren't going to come to me, you know, all of that kind of stuff. It was only once I started looking into my mindset and really focusing on those limiting beliefs and those, you know, self-sabotaging voices in my head and the self-doubt and all of that stuff That's when I started actually taking action. That's when I started making it possible. But it all starts from within, right? We're human beings. We're not human doings. So I want you to ask yourself, who are you going to be? And start there first. And then you get to watch your outer world shift to match what you create on the inside. Now that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have been listening to this thinking that, oh, maybe it's not possible for me. You know, the mountain seems so high or maybe you've been doing it all on your own and there's this little boy saying like, actually, uh, this is exactly what I need help with. I need a second pair of eyes. Then just send me a DM over on Instagram and let's have a chat. I'm still building out my course that I've been talking about for the last however many months. Okay, it's gone through a few revisions. It is coming, but I do have coaching spots available. So you don't need to wait for that. I can help you right now. So reach out and let's make the rest of 2023 amazing for you. I will speak to you in next week's episode. And in the meantime, keep creating with confidence. 